You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candace, a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candace was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candace on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can. with Geek Elite Media today at the Mission Viejo Library Comic Con with arguably my favorite person here already, the fantastic Kelsey with Play Well. So tell me, Kelsey, what do you do here? So here at Play Well, we do after-school enrichment programs and summer camps. That's what we're promoting today. We teach kids engineering concepts with Lego materials. That sounds intense. It's so much fun, though. I usually I get the opposite. They're like, "What? That's the best job in the world." And I tell them, "Yes, yes." Well, it let is. me rephrase that. It's intense because it has to be the best job in the whole wide world. Oh yeah, no, it's awesome. There's so many Legos in my house, and I get to take them to kids all around Orange County. Okay, first of all, that's cool. Second of all, the fact that there's just a bunch of Legos going on behind us, and you've basically created Lego Utopia behind me, mm-hmm. is a feat within itself. So what got you started? What is uh, what does Playwell do? Okay, so Playwell, our first mission is to have fun. That's a good mission. And I love to have fun, but our second is what I'm all about. It's about educating. Okay. Getting kids engaged in STEAM. Ooh. So engineering for sure, but also arts. We talk about physics. I like to talk about the natural world inside my classes too. Like, okay. all right, we're gonna build, we're gonna warm up, we're gonna build some turtles. And then we are going to go to a tropical island where we're going to build a stilt house where we are going to spend our wonderful vacation. And then they have all of those, all that engagement right. to get them to build a thing. And my favorite, favorite part is when they come up with their own stories. Mm. They're like, all right, we're out here in Fiji and we're doing this and we're doing that. And I come around and I'm like, so what'd you build? Who lives there? What's going on? And they tell me all about it. It's amazing. That's wonderful. So not only are you enhancing the arts and the sciences and all that jazz, but you're also enhancing their storytelling capabilities and being there to listen to them. Absolutely. You have to meet, like, not every kid is going to be super gung-ho about Legos. Right, right. So you have to make it accessible for all types of learners. Right. And that's what I try to do the most in my classes. That's wonderful, especially because when we think of Legos, there's two images that pop up. The first one is people playing with Legos having a good time. The second one is stepping on a Lego. Oh, no. And that and that is, in itself is pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but I have my giant boots on today. That's smart. For that purpose. Nothing's worse. You're just kind of trying to live your day, trying to educate the youth, and then you step on a Lego. Oh, no. Yeah. 
No, you don't want to slip up and say anything you don't want to say in front of the children. Exactly, because mm-hmm. they are the impressionable youth. Impressionable youth. So a big thing with Geekly Media is we're really talking about things that make us passionate, right? Mm-hmm. A big thing is, yes, we're here. We talk about comic books. We talk about superheroes, professional wrestling, whatever the jazz might be. Here, what I'm getting is a passion coming off of you that I don't really see in a lot of people. And the fact of the matter is that whenever you're talking about this, looking into your eyes, I can see that passion just emanating from you, from watching the kids' hands building something from their own minds and then developing that story with it doing that what's been some of your favorite stories that you've that, that been told to you some of my favorite stories so um i did a steam a girl powered steam class that had a bunch of wonderful young women and girls i had a big age range there and i wasn't i wasn't sure how it was going to go because sometimes it's hard when you have the younger kids and the older kids But the oldest girl in the class, um, she was visiting from Korea. And she didn't, like, she didn't speak too well. And and interacting with her was a challenge at first. But then by the end of the class, she she was so engaged. She was doing a lot of brick modeling. And she was helping the younger kids. She made all of these different flags. Like, she made the Korean flag. She made the Japanese flag. She made the U.S. flag. All with Legos. And she almost didn't stay in the class. And then by the end, she was super engaged and helping me. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to go in day and out and just to build something together with these kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it goes back to that primal instinct of wanting to do something much more. And something as, as fun as Legos, right? Where yeah. a lot of people wouldn't think how just transformative this can be. Yeah. No, it's super fun. I love when we get a new curriculum because we change it every every few months like every kind of semester we get a new one and i'll see a new project that i haven't seen before and i'm like what that's a bowling machine one of our new projects is a bowling machine so the kids build this thing it's geared for speed so we get to teach them about gear ratios and they basically are going to launch a wheel so it's safe it's kind of soft it's got rubber on the outside launch a wheel at pins that they make themselves i was like oh man i cannot wait to teach that in class (laughs) and so by by developing this and providing this for, for, for kids and anyone really of all ages, what do you think is one of the end goals? What would you like for them to leave within their minds once they've created something? I want them to leave in their mind with the sense of empowerment that they can build something in the physical world. A lot of times we have kids come in and the parent will be like, okay, we just we have them here because they're constantly on a screen. You know, and it's great. Like, I am screen prone myself, always on my phone, whatever. But they're like, we just want them to do something with their hands and be able to build something. And my favorite thing is when they can build it and then build on it, like modify it. I always challenge my students. I'm like, okay, now make it your own. What are we going to do? What modification are you going to add to it? When they can make something that I've never seen, I'm just blown away and excited. Wow. Is there anything that you've seen that just completely surprised you? There was something that I, today somebody built Big Ben. Oh. And we mostly have, yeah, we mostly have just bricks here today, like bricks, doors, and windows. Right. And they were like, hey, do you have this special piece and this special piece? And they made, it looks like a clock face, and it goes all the way around. I wouldn't have thought to put Big Ben in our wow. Lego metropolis. It's become a whole huge uh, cultural center of different things. Yeah. See, if you'd given me some Legos, I would have tried to make a cactus and fit it in there somehow. I don't think I've seen a cactus before either. That's awesome. 
And that's the part of imagination, right? It's the things that you have within your mind. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, right now, you are with PlayWell. What are your plans for the future? So right now, I'm a student at Cal State Fullerton. Awesome. And I'm going into the Child and Adolescent Development program there. And eventually, I want to be an upper elementary school teacher. Oh, that's awesome. And what got you to want to do that? Oh, uh, growing up, I had, um, my dad was really engaged in school. He should have been a teacher. He was not a teacher. He was a machinist, but he was ah. always so good with school. And he was always teaching us. And I just got, like, bit by the teaching bug real early. And I was like, yeah, I think that's what I want to do. Well, that's awesome. And so one, once you have all that, I mean, what's... Once you, were, once you have that classroom and all those aspects, what do you really want to concentrate with these kids? I want to concentrate on problem solving. Ooh. That's something that you can put into every lesson. I think sometimes when we come up against a challenge, we haven't developed our critical thinking skills right. as much as they could be. And education is going in that realm. And like PlayWell is the perfect laboratory to learn how to teach people critical thinking skills. Okay. Because like we show them how to do the build, but maybe they'll forget and they have to be like, okay, what's the next step? And we'll just nudge them in the right direction. They can apply their critical thinking skills, their problem solving skills. And that's always, I always give the most praise for that. Oh, that's amazing. What other skills do you see they develop when they're playing with these, manipulating with these Legos? For real young kids, it's just like manual manipulation of things. Okay. So putting the bricks together, because they have the Duplos for little itty bitties, yeah. right? And we start classes at five. And just by the beginning, if it's a summer camp, it's five days long. By the beginning of camp, they're having trouble putting the bricks together. They're not quite, they can't get the axles, the bushings on. But by the end, they're much more confident. Do you ever see any communication skills being developed between kids? Did you ever see them, like, build one together? Oh, yeah. That's awesome, too. We have, like, we have Star Wars camps. Okay. And that's fun. And we, one of the projects we do with the younger kids is the Wookiee Treehouse. Ah. And we have these tank treads that we use for uh, bridges. And we'll connect them together. And one time we had the whole class connect theirs together. And they were all playing together. Nobody destroyed anybody's project. It was amazing. That's good. Because I remember a lot of my things is whenever I had Legos, someone would destroy them. For some oh. reason. You always have that one person. Yeah. that's And that's a lesson learned, you know? Yeah. Like, why did you destroy their thing? I don't know. You know. Yeah. We teach those skills, too. And you got, it sounds from somewhere, right? It's that passion. And like I said originally, it's like... I come to these cons, I talk to these people, I get a sense of what they're doing, and then I see you making, I, I believe everyone makes a difference in some respect, but I see you making it on a much more manipulative one, where you're able to really help these kids develop even more things by disguising it in something as beautiful as Legos. And even and disguising is the wrong word, because you're not doing anything shady. You're not like, like, oh, look at these Legos, you're gonna get smart. I'm gonna teach you something. <laughs> <laughs> right? The way that you build to it. But no, it's it's something where it's something as simple as let's build something and they learn from that and then they can take it to something else. Yeah. We're, and that's wonderful. We're building all sorts of skills. Like yeah. just the skill of interacting with other people, listening when we're teaching about the concepts. It's great. Oh, that's great. Um, what can you say is by far one of your favorite things about working in this currently? Working with the kids is by far my favorite thing. Every I get to interact with so many different kinds, like at different schools. I'm always in a different school, 
like every day, and then we'll have a six-week course right. or whichever. I think that's that's in finding all the different kind of people, right? Little people, <laughs> children, the children. <laughs> like, I I don't know. They're just fun, and they say the best things. Well, I can only imagine. I'm not around children a lot because uh, I work at a community college, yeah. so different form of education, mm -hmm. uh, much older at this point. But you know, it's amazing because uh, when I see some of my students doing their student teaching, like the things that they tell me about, like, oh yeah, the way that they think and the way they manipulate things, it's mm -hmm. you forget about those kinds of things. Yeah. Sometimes we'll have snack time during the summer, and I'll be like, all right, anybody have any jokes? Some of the jokes that they come up with are fun, and some of them aren't even jokes. It's just like, what happened to the banana and the squash? I don't know. Banana squash! And they just, everybody cracks up, and I'm like, oh, you guys. I think the funniest joke a kid ever told me was, why did the monkey fall out of the tree? I don't know why. Because it was dead. Oh, no! Like, that shouldn't be funny. Like, that shouldn't be funny, and they didn't mean it offensively. But it cracked me up so much when they said it. It's like, that what? <laughs> Why do you have that in your repertoire of jokes? Well, it's some dark humor. That kid's going places. There it is. That's right. What are some of your favorite jokes that you hear from the kids? Besides that I amazing like, banana squash one. My favorite one, when they can't think of any, I'll give them like a not joke. Okay. I'll be like, all right, uh, what's brown and sticky? And they're like, what? A stick. And I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> These kids, though, they shoot at the hip. They just... I know. The, the way that their minds transfer knowledge is something amazing. And again, being able to put that into Lego form is great. Um, I see also, besides the Legos that we have, there's a bunch of characters all over the place. You built a, a Dumbledore wooden machine. What was it that you created? Oh, uh, so Dumbledore is on the swing. The swing. There's a swing with a pusher. It's got a worm gear housing, and it's just got a smooth beam for the pusher, so the gear goes, it turns it, Okay. and it pushes the swing. Have you ever seen any random just inhabitants of the Lego Utopia? Yes. I I mean, there's several dinosaurs. We get dinosaurs Ooh. a lot. Hell yeah. And uh, what else is over there? There's Minecraft camps. We have those. So, of course, we have creepers over there. I saw a giant creeper statue there in the Utopia. A giant creeper, creeper statue, which is has windows all up in the front and they're like the kind with shutters and they're ah. closed so this creeper is hiding oh, okay. i'm like are you hiding the creeper like yeah the creeper's gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> wow these maybe these kids are gonna be building elaborate like traps i think so and that's again the power of pop culture right we come to these uh these comic cons and besides everyone being in costume you know you also get that sense of now they're being exposed to that so much more you know i saw like seven uh, Captain Marvels. I saw a couple little Captain Americas. I think one little Iron Man. Was like this one little Batman boy mm -hmm. who like had like the padding suit. Oh yeah. And he was giving me these looks. I'm like, does Batman want to fight me? And I was like, I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight a child. Let's make that very clear. That's good. But the way he was looking at me is like, wow, he's, he's approaching me. We had we had some fantastic ones. We had several Princess Leia's. Ooh. We had a Ray. Ooh. We had I think we had like a Felix the Cat even. Wow. It was cool. Yeah, that's going vintage right there. Yeah. That's, it's, it's immeasurable to put into words just the amount of difference you can find out you can make in a child's life. And mm -hmm. I just want to take this moment and, and just say how much I appreciate that something like this exists. And not just the fact that this exists, but the fact that someone like you is working here. Because I say that um, because 
I know it's not easy working with kids, and I know it's not easy being passionate all the time, but the small amount of time I've gotten to know you, I've seen you be nothing but patient, kind, funny, and warm to everyone that's crossed your path. And I think not only is that going to help you in your future you know, career, but I'm just very excited for you. Thank you for taking the time and speaking with me today. Oh, man. Well, thank you for saying all those nice things and making me blush. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's my mom told me I'm good at two things. The first one is being handsome. The second one is playing a compliment. Well, she's absolutely right. Thank you. I appreciate that. But with that, I mean, is there anything else you want to tell us about Playwell? Well, if you're like local to Mission Viejo, we've got camps. Check us out, uh, playwell.com. Not only do we have the STEAM classes, which I teach, we've got robotics. There we do robotics. That's awesome. We've got gaming camps. We do full and half day camps in the summer. It's a really great opportunity to get your kid into something that's going to engage them on so many levels. So check us out at playwell.com. We definitely will. Thank you so much, Kelsey. I appreciate your time. And again, this is a reminder to everyone listening today that it's always important that we find different ways to engage within the pop culture. And we always remember to geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.